ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. All right, time to open up that phone line, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Our phone line is brought to you by the fine folks that bring you White Claw, hard seltzer, made pure. Our text line is open as well, 304-523-2275. That is 304-523-2275. We're going to continue our conversations from yesterday. The Internet was fun yesterday. Saw other members of the media trolling, talking about how Marshall could win the Sun Belt and win Conference USA. Someone else sent a tweet out with a blank Mountain West Conference schedule talking about how they're expecting to see Marshall on that schedule. It would have been funny. UAB, one of their social media accounts, uh, one of the people who run that account, uh, gets the thumb up of the day, posted the UAB schedule and put the shrugging shoulders in not not an emoji, just the typed out version of the shrugging shoulders right next to to Marshall. Like, oh, we don't know if we're playing him or not. Here's the schedule. We don't know. Maybe we're playing him. And of course, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Now the lawyers are going to have to get involved. Uh, we are going to tomorrow have on the program. Uh, we're going to have uh, Charleston area attorney Rusty Webb. He's going to be on the program. Uh, a listener suggested we have him on. That's what we do. The text line sometimes is a suggestion box. Sometimes we pay attention to it. Sometimes we don't. But it is there at, again, 304-523-2275. So social media was fun yesterday. All of this going on. Had a chance to catch up with Dan D'Antoni today. None of that came up in conversation. None of that. We've got a couple excerpts that we can we can talk to you about. Dan was in a good mood. Again, same answer. Some of those questions, same answer. He looks at me as like, you know, you know, how do you stay happy? You know, mind of a fish, goldfish mentality. It's all he talks about because he doesn't want a loss to impact the next game. He doesn't want a win to impact the next game. He wants them to come out and do what they're supposed to do every game. I mean, each coach is different. That's just how Dan is. Dan does it a little bit different. And honestly, after seeing some of the internet on some other things, I'm okay with him being happy. Yeah, Marshall's record's terrible right now. I'm okay with that, though. Not the record, but just him being happy. Because at the end of the day, and let's be honest, at the end of the day, right now Marshall is 2-10 and 10 in league play. Marshall is 9-16 and 16 overall. That's terrible. That's a terrible record. Okay, if it's so terrible, why do you keep going to the games? Because you're entertained. You're, it's, it's fun. You're going to go see the herd play. Can't believe they did that. Yeah, I can't either. I'm never coming back. Well, okay, that's a good choice on you. That's a good choice. Or, yeah, they're terrible. I'm coming back to watch this again. Terrible. I mean, you you could get joy and pleasure out of watching a terrible team. I watched USA Hockey last night and this morning. I'm not saying they're a terrible team. Coaching might have some questions. 
I responded to someone on Twitter last night or this morning, depending on, on your point of view here. That's why David Quinn is no longer the head coach of the New York Rangers. And I only know this because I'm a Rangers fan. Some questionable decisions. So USA Hockey, the men in the quarterfinal, shootout loss against Slovakia. The game was tied. Well, actually, it got tied. 43.7 seconds left and have to go to overtime. Three-on-three overtime. Can't get it done, but Matty Beneers, I thought, looked good in that overtime, and he he's looked pretty good. He was not out there for the shootout. I didn't get sleep because I stayed up late to watch Team USA, and the women are playing tonight, taking on Canada for the gold, so that should be fun. But we got basketball coming up tomorrow. See, and i got to get rest because we've got basketball coming up tomorrow. The men are in action. The women are in action. Uh, we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni a little bit later on. I do want to get your text in and your phone calls. Again, the phone line is 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. The text line is 304-523-2275. Uh, some good stuff with Dan D'Antoni from earlier this afternoon. We'll uh, revisit what happened yesterday with Marshall finding out that there's a schedule with its name on it in Conference USA. Uh, Social media also, and again, this is all anecdotal. You can't base the pulse of a fan base solely on social media. The loudest, not necessarily the most, but the loudest fans are on social media. The vocal fans. There could be 15 vocal fans and there could be a multitude that are, aren't on social media, but the vocal fans are all behind Jeff O'Malley as the next athletic director. Based on his tweet yesterday, one tweet. Now, will the president see that and go, yeah, that's my guy? Or, hey, you know what? I need a lawyer on staff. Maybe that's my guy as well. I mean, his tweet yesterday, in response to Conference USA putting out that schedule, Jeff O'Malley just drops the line, Marshall Athletics is aware that Conference USA released its 22 football schedule this afternoon. However, we stand by our statement from Friday. Now, I get it. Yeah, there's there's a obligation and paperwork that says, "Hey, you got to roll this way." At the same time, there's no penalty for leaving. Like, okay, we're leaving. What's the penalty? We're ticked at you. We're mad. There's no penalty unless. Unless you can present one to me, I, I don't believe there's a penalty here that Marshall's got to go through. Like, oh, we're leaving early. Okay, what's the penalty? Indignation. That's the penalty. Indignation. Terse words. Conference USA saying, look, we're going we're gonna to take legal action. We're going to take legal action. So, again, we're going to have to have U.S. Marshals escorting Coach Huff to the airport, going to have to have U.S. Marshals on the plane probably to make sure that the plane goes to to UAB for that first game. That's what's going to happen here. You're going to have U.S. Marshals enforcing this. That's not going to happen. I'd love to see that. It's not going to happen. It's basically, all right, here's what the lawyers come up with. Here's the check that's going to have to be cut. See ya. Going to the Sun Belt. Have a great rest of your days in Conference USA. 
Western, call us. Middle, we'll call you. Basically how that's going to go. Western, hey, hey, call us, Western. Don't forget it. Call us. Middle's like, yeah, we'll call you. We'll call you middle. Oh, man. They, they blew that, by the way. Western Kentucky and middle and the MAC. Oh, that would have been awesome. I like those programs. That would have been awesome. You could still have your game with Western Kentucky, sometimes middle, but they blew that. I, I, I wonder... I wonder what the Board of Governors, how many people are left that are actually allowed to vote? How many members? Because all the other schools that are darting out, do they get to vote on things? So it's really just a few of those schools that are left, I think. Don't hold me to that. But I think they're, they're the ones probably with the grudge. Like, they're stuck. Like, yeah, we're stuck. You're stuck. So FIU may be saying, look, no, you can't go anywhere. You got to stay. Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky... Say that I don't know, but the, the again the board of directors. So who gets to vote on the board of directors now? Who's left? I mean, is Charlotte voting on the board of directors? Is Western Kentucky, La Tech, who's voting on the board of directors? So these are some questions. I hope we get cleared up here as we talk about this. But social media, I think. Already heard fans on social media have anointed Jeff O'Malley as the new athletic director. Not interim, but athletic director. He's definitely walking the walk and talking the talk, is he not? He's not just sitting around as the interim just waiting. I mean, he's doing work. Now, of course, I know he's on the phone talking to the president's office. Jeff's Jeff's not just shooting this from the hip like hoping it sticks. I mean, there's... There's conversations going on. Old Maine's in on this, but Jeff is definitely walking the streets like a cowboy. You see Jeff with the, with the cowboy hat, six shooters, just walking the streets? I can see that. Sheriff, Sheriff O'Malley, running things over at, at the stadium, running things over at the Henderson Center, just running things. Your phone call's coming up. Your text as well. Do you see Jeff O'Malley as a sheriff? Can you see him in the in the ten gallon hat and the, the six shooters and the no? no well, you, you know, wait a minute. Let me take this back. This might not be a good idea. There 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 have been previous athletic directors with cowboy boots. Let me take all of that back and let me walk it back right now. We don't need another athletic director with cowboy boots. More coming up. It's the drive. ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. We're getting your phone calls and texts in this hour for The Drive. It is 304-523-2275 to hit that text line. Don't text and drive. Pull over. Don't text and drive. Pull over. Hands-free, don't put me on speaker, however. You can use ear pods. You can do that. If you're driving, don't put me on speaker. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. Or if you're in the car and you have to have something said real quick and there's someone else with you, pass the phone over to them. Let them do the tag. Don't wreck. It's the only thing. I just want to make sure. Texter writes, what are your thoughts on Marshall picking up another coach from Bama? Bama's a program that wins. I'll give you that right there. 
bringing in some people who know how to win. Marshall is, according to a, a lot of reports, again, until Marshall sends out something and makes it official or, of course, Coach Huff retweets it or tweets it, thus making it official without the release. Uh, Marshall is reportedly hiring Alabama staff analyst Jonathan Galante. He's going to be the special teams coordinator. And, of course, uh, I first saw this with Bruce Feldman. Uh, he worked with uh, Alabama special teams last season. Well, they played for the national championship as well, so he's, he's got sort of some experience there, like a lot of these players and coaches that are being brought in. Played linebacker at Virginia Tech. Got his coaching start with the Hokies as a graduate assistant in 2017. And then he was there until Alabama came a-calling. Hired him as a quality control analyst. He was part of a Alabama team or program. While he was there, 34, no, better, 37-4. and four. And, of course, seeing the college football playoff a couple times, seeing a victory there. So I think you bring in people who know how to win. You got to bring in people who know how to win. You just don't you just don't stumble upon it. Of course, now there are people who maybe have no idea how to win and find a way to win and learn how to win. And then you bring in people who have a an ability to win, know how to win. You always have to find out how to win. And what's a good way to do that? Bring someone in that knows how to win. Bring someone in that has sort of a championship-level mentality or has been at a championship level. That doesn't guarantee Marshall is going to be a champion in the sense of holding a trophy, but you try to bring in people who have that championship mentality because it means a lot more than just a trophy. I mean, you can be a champion and, and not win the trophy. You can be a champion by winning a trophy, you can be a champion in different ways as well. And you can be a winner, not necessarily hoisting up the net. Because there's only one national championship trophy. And, and let's be honest, uh, Marshall's going to have a long shot to get to it in football. But I, I like it. Bring in people who know how to win, quality people. I, I would hope quality people have some history, some background in, in what it's like to be a part of a program that has been successful, knows how to be successful, can be consistent. And coaches, coaches need to know who they're working with. That's the thing. We've learned that over the years. A lot of times, coaches are going to hire people they know. you got to know, and that's important. You can't just bring someone in, interview them, and go, okay. I mean, it works in other jobs. You can't know everybody, but in the coaching ranks and the coaching profession, you got to have somebody that knows. Sort of like a reference on a resume. Like, yeah, What do you know about this person? What can you tell me? Will they fit in with me? You know, what's their body of work look like? What's their work ethic look like? So I'm cool with it. I'm good. You could, you know, Nick Saban wants to be an assistant coach to uh, Coach Huff. I'm good with that, too. If, if Nick wants to come down, hang out, be assistant coach. I mean, he knows a couple of things about football. He can do that. Just a few. I'll, I'll take it. Winning brings, uh, winning brings winning. Winning brings winning. You bring in winning coaches. You bring in people who are either come from successful programs and trying to start off and be successful, or you bring in people who have proven themselves successful, and now they're bringing that, trying to duplicate that and show you how to do it. Honestly, show you how to win. 
sometimes you don't know how to win until you're shown. How do you do something? You just don't wake up and go, I'm a winner. I mean, that's great. That's a mindset I love to have. You wake up, I'm a winner. Okay, what does that mean? How do you become a winner? And again, it doesn't necessarily mean hoisting up a trophy like Ryan Cirk did. Feels like it's 15 years ago, man. It's been that long. All right, we're going to hear from Dan and Tony on the other side of the break. We'll do that. We'll get your text in, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni in just a moment. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You can also text us. we got a, a text line for you. It's real simple. It's 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. And, of course, the phone line is there as well. Brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK. That's 877 8255. So I got a chance to talk to Dan D'Antoni earlier today. Somehow, if you were on Twitter, you kind of got a glimpse of what was happening here when Tom Bragg shot it out there first that somehow we all got promised dinner, lunch, something. Dan promised to take me, Tom Bragg, and Cassidy Woods all out. Just take us all out because he understands how little we make in salary. I mean, he actually said that. He was talking about how his salary was way better than ours. Like, yeah, you're right, Dan. Your salary is way better than ours. And I'm sorry, it's Cassidy Wood. I I keep putting the S there. I need to apologize to her. Cassidy Wood. So I suggested after Dan left real quick that we all need his place. He might not take us up on that afterwards. His place is nice. I don't know. Maybe he's thinking like Subway or something. I don't know. Chipotle. Maybe he's thinking. We'll get it. We'll get him pinned down. We're 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 definitely taking that offer. We're making sure that happens today. So, me, Tom Bragg, Cassidy Wood, all going to go eat at Dan D'Antoni's place. That's kind of mood he was in today. He was a uh, he was a little. I don't want to say he was sassy. He was um he was fun. And I saw somebody tweet about how can you have fun when. The season you're having. Have you met Dan D'Antoni? Have you met this guy? Uh, he could um, he could cheer up he could cheer up most people. Most. And he was asked, "What is the team working on this week?" And you know his usual answer is, you know, basically him him talking about the team itself, but. This is what he said the team was working on. You know, we're prepared. We uh, try to work on uh, the biggest thing I think we're working on uh, mostly is uh, getting the ball to the opposite side of the floor off pick and rolls. That's a good thing to work on. That's, That's a good thing to work on because if it's done right, the pick and roll, it's hard to beat. I mean, that's one thing I wrote down when I was listening can't stop pick and roll if it's done right. And another thing uh, Dan talked to us about was some of the things that he thinks the team really needs to improve on. 
work on our defense. We do the same defense every game. Push them down the baseline, trap the open corners, have the big slide back, hit the nail lip and slot, which we call it. They know where to go. They know where it goes. When they do it, people don't score on us. So we'll see maybe some D put back in D'Antoni this week. He also talked a little bit about what he well, what else he was doing. Because he comes out, he's having a good time. Of course, he's having fun. He's loving his life. He loves his life. And he mentioned, he talked about this team just trying to get better. He said he's watched a lot of film. And he outlined, he outlined a lot of that. He said he gets up and he's watching film for hours. And, I mean... 8 a.m. I'm watching hockey when the Olympics. Uh, you know he's he's watching film. I, I was watching hockey at 8 a.m. He was watching film till like noon, eight to noon. His little note card there. He's talking about you know looking at plays and things like that. But uh, he was asked about what his message has been and how they you know they they should accept the responsibility to do the best they can. They're lucky to be here how fortunate it is for them to be able to play this game in a place that appreciates good basketball and will come out and support it. Gratitude. I think he's talking about gratitude. They should, they should, maybe they should get a journal and write in their journal what they're grateful for. I'm not joking. I'm serious. You know, maybe they should, maybe they should look inward a little bit and talk to themselves about what they're grateful for. Why are, yeah, why are they here? Why are they in a martial uniform? Why are they grateful? What does it mean to them? And maybe that's going to come out a little bit more. So I get what he's talking about, you know, some self-reflection there. But – and we we went into this a little bit more. Usually with his previews, we've seen Old Dominion. Like, for example, you know, we talked about Old Dominion last time with him. And, you know, he basically said, look, they, they, do, they do what they do. The same thing over and over again. Uh, he went into a little bit more detail. He talked about what he expects uh, this week. You know what? We played in Texas. That was against U, uh, UTEP. And we did certain things, and they were great. And I told our players, there's I no guarantee the that your- game got in the plane and rode back with us. You know, we get here, you're going to play this game, and you got to bring it. You can't expect what we did back there to affect what you do here. It's not. And we're not changing, so we haven't changed anything. So they're not changing. That's sort of what he expects this week. And um, the other thing he talked about today, which is how momentum can build for this team, and, and here's what he had to say. And we could come out and come into this game and – have momentum, and it keeps going. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what I what I try to do is make sure the best I can that in practices we're doing the things we do better, trying to improve their individual skills by shooting and ball handling and teaching them how to finish, uh, working our defensive end and that knowing positions, where they need to be, and stuff like that. So that's Dan from earlier today. We, we talked a long time about what's going on, and you know, I thought those were some of the pearls that we should pull away from, from this today. And he's having that goldfish mentality again. 
He's going to have it tomorrow. He's going to have it the next day. He's going to have it the next day. And he talked about some other things as well that we didn't hear, but I'll, I'll basically put it in a, uh, in a neat little package for you. Yeah, you can only preach once to- one time a week. He's got to get to the point now he feels that you, just, you can't preach every day. The preacher works on Sundays. He preaches on Sunday. I didn't have the heart to tell him that some people sometimes go to Wednesday s- sermons too, so I didn't have the heart. That's beside the point here. He says he's he can't preach anymore. You can only preach so much. You can only say, hey, don't do that. Do this. Hey, don't do that. Do this. You can only say it so many times. It gets so repetitive. It's either going to work or it's not. Or the message isn't getting through. Or you're saying the message loud and clear, and they're not getting the message. And they're going to have to learn the hard way. I mean, it's you, you can tell a child, hey, that stove is hot. Don't touch that. You'll burn your hand. Don't touch that. You're going to hurt yourself. And what does the child do? Touch the hot pot. Touch the stove that's hot. Burns the, its hand. You'll learn. Could have learned two ways. By listening and doing and not having to experience what a burnt hand feels like. Or burning your hand. I don't know if I don't know if that analogy works here. It, it 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 feels like you can only say so much. I'm not saying that Dan is a hundred percent perfect in this regard, and I'm not saying the players are hundred percent perfect in this regard. I mean, there's gotta be some way to communicate what you're trying to say in a way that the players understand. Because honestly, you can say the same message over and over and over year after year and year after year, but each player is different. So, you know, hopefully, you know, he's finding ways to talk to them and he is showing them what they need to do to take ownership. They got to take ownership. And he talked about that, that they had, you know, he talked about the other day, they had several, several prayer meetings is what he, he called them. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes uh, it's been referred to as a come to Jesus meeting. You got to have those sometimes. So is it the players? Is it Dan? Is it both? It's everybody. Everybody's involved. And if he's out there coaching, working his tail off to make sure that you know he gives them what they need and they don't give it back, then we're going to get this. Or if they're giving him everything they can give and he's not doing something right, Again, it's everybody. It's not the players. It's not Dan. It's it's the team. It's everyone. Maybe Dan can make a better decision. Maybe Dan can do something better. Maybe Dan can change the lineup a little bit. Maybe Dan can do this. Maybe Tavion can do something different. Maybe Michael Byers can do something different. Approach it different. Show up. Find a better shot. Maybe Gorin can do something different. Maybe Obina can do you know, and I'm using just I'm throwing names out there. Because that's where he's he's at right now. You can't just preach at these guys anymore. I I can't say, don't do that, don't do that every single day. Don't do that. Either you do it or you don't. I was in a movie I watched one time, Do or Do Not. There there is no try. Do or do not. There is no try. 
some movie, I think. I saw that. I saw that a while ago. Some, I was like, I was a kid. Some, some movie. Some, uh, you know, like the like the character. The character was green. Kelly, almost Kelly Green, like a little dull Kelly Green, maybe. I don't know. More coming up. Your phone calls are welcome. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our text line, 304-523-2275. More of my pontification when we continue with today's edition of The Drive. That's a great job. It's a great job. ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Conference USA releasing the 2022 preseason baseball awards. The league's 12 head coaches have determined what the preseason poll looks like. Marshall, 12 out of 12. It can't get any worse. Now it's time for a real diatribe here. I'm just going to sit back, get some popcorn. I'm just going to go off here for a second. Marshall's got to get the facility going. Just let's not, let's not pretend anymore. Let's not pretend anymore. I want it done right, but it needs to be done. This it's got to start soon, and it's got to be everybody involved here, because you have Division One baseball and you play at a subpar facility for a Division One baseball team. You can't recruit to the facility. Uh, the fact that Coach Wagner has recruited a team to Marshall with the limited resources and amenities and everything else that he can offer is astounding. Simple, astounding. And so anytime I see a poll like this, thinking, okay, he's going to do better than 12. Whatever I hear, he is um, he's going to do better than 12. Might surprise you as well. Might do better. But there's no respect, I think, from the league. Southern Miss, six first-place votes. La Tech, two first-place votes. Old Dominion got one. Charlotte got two. FIU, picked seventh in the league, got one first-place vote. So I'm kind of curious which coach made that selection. It wasn't FIU's coach, by the way, for those of you maybe not familiar. You can't vote for yourself. Like, hey, I'm I'm because if you're voting for yourself, everybody's going to vote themselves number one. You can't vote for yourself. So um, it goes like this. Southern Miss, La Tech, then Old Dominion at three, Charlotte at four, FAU at five, UTSA at six, FIU with its one first-place vote at seven, Rice is eight, Western Kentucky is ninth, Middle Tennessee, 10th, UAB at 11, and Marshall is at 12. Now, if you're the Sun Belt, you're going, hey, this is pretty cool. Picking up Southern Miss for baseball, that's going to be pretty cool. Sun Belt looking at this going, picking up Old Dominion, they're third. Okay, so in baseball, we're going to be really strong here because we're getting the number one and the number three. 
and the number 12 team. I don't want Marshall to be the number 12 team. I'm, I'm tired of seeing Marshall as the number 12 team. I'm absolutely done with it. And it's not because of anything Coach is doing. Nothing to do with anything Coach is doing. The fact that Marshall can field a baseball team and be competitive is still astonishing. Because you can't promise recruits anything. Right now, you cannot say, hey, here's what we're going to be. No, you're, here's what people after you are going to possibly maybe be in. You can't do it. Uh, facilities mean something. I get it. The whole idea here is to, years ago, this is, believe it or not, you know, these were extracurricular activities. And at the end of the day, and I saw this from someone recently, someone I respect, and I definitely agreed with them. I mean, this is the fun part. This is fun. This is this, this is the toy box. I was, you know, I was introduced to that description. This is the ton. I mean, this is the toy box. I'm in the toy box right now. I'm talking about fun. I'm talking about sports, entertainment. Now, you know, there's the there's all the things that go along with it. You know, sports build character. Sports build, you know. Winning attitudes. There's there's a lot of things we can talk about. All of that that goes along with it. There's there's so much that goes along with it. But at the end of the day, this is fun. This is the toy box. So when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, this is this is every day. I'm talking about the toy box here of life right now. The fun part, you know. And it's fun to talk about the good and the bad. But at the same time, I want my I want my kids to have is some cool toys. I, I want my kids to have good toys. I want to make sure my kids have toys, right? You know, we're in the toy box here. Can you know? I want my kids to have toys, and of course, Marshall being picked twelfth, basically Marshall's like a kid without toys. I mean, Southern Miss has really cool toys. I like my kid. I mean, I'm not I'm not denying you know the kids at Southern Miss. I don't resent them. I don't resent them for having cool toys. But I want my kids to have cool toys. And so some things have got to be done here to, to get Marshall on a competitive level. Now, again, yeah, I'm ta- as far as my as where I'm at and where you should be at as well is this is fun and entertainment. And if you derive pleasure from, from what's going on here and you like going to the coaches' shows and hanging out with the coach, no matter what the win-loss record is. You you like hanging out at functions, and you're getting entertainment value out of going to a game. doesn't matter what the record is. I mean, that's great. That's cool. And we want Marshall to do better. We're going to talk about some of these things here because we're breaking this down. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's the, it's the fun. But at the same time, coaches get paid to win. Let's not let's not mistaken anything here. Nothing, let's just be honest. Coaches get paid to win. And you you expect that. You want that. But at the same time, the fact that Marshall can field a baseball team and be picked twelfth with what Marshall has to work with, I'll take that right now. I mean, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, yeah, Marshall's twelfth again. 
I'm not going to – one, I'm never going to criticize Coach. Ever. You build him a state-of-the-art, multi-million-dollar, world-class college baseball facility. Yeah, Coach, we expect some wins out of you. Here you are. We've given you everything you need. I expect some wins out of you. We, yeah, here are the things that you need now. We, we expect we expect the production to match what we're investing. We expect that. Are you going to win the conference all the time? No. But we expect you to be contending for it. And at the same time, we want to be entertained. So I see things like this. And it just One, it bothers me. It, it bothers me because... And I don't think that anyone in the administration is sitting there going, oh, we don't care about baseball. I don't think anyone is sitting there going, yeah, you know, we just wish baseball would go away. But I think there have been so many hurdles to, to overcome, so many roadblocks to overcome, and this has been going on for so long. I hope that we keep seeing things like this and realize, okay, if you want nice toys – this is what it's going to take. You want baseball that's winning and competitive. This is what it's going to take. It's still fun. This is fun in games. This is entertainment. But let's at least pretend we're, we're putting some effort into this. And what I mean by that is let's make sure that baseball is getting what it needs. Let's make sure soccer gets what it needs. Let's make sure volleyball gets what it needs. Let's make sure that softball gets what it needs. Let's make sure track and field gets what it needs. Let's make sure swimming and diving gets what it needs. Let's make sure cheerleading gets what it needs. If you're going to do it, just do it right. And Marshall, unfortunately, has not been able to do it right. And, again, what I mean by that is get a facility going and some of it has been situations that have not been conducive to the, the building of a ballpark, finding a place. There's so many things that go in this, but we got to get this done. Collectively, as a fan base, you got to get this done collectively as administration. And there you go. That is my diatribe for the day on baseball. I'm a big Jeff Wagner fan. I'm not going to lie to you. I am very biased when it comes to Coach Wagner. Does a good job. For our producer, Ryan Sirk, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, uh, shameless plug for Ryan. He's got a he's got a podcast. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be broadcast over on the student station, 88.1 WMUL. It's about soccer, if you, if you like that sort of thing. Ryan playing and winning a national championship kind of makes him feel like he's an authority on that. So you can tune in tonight, 8.30 on the – Student radio station, 88.1 WMUL. Um, wait till you get my invoice for that promo. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everyone. I am for that rhyme. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.